Are you getting a wee bit frustrated with your Etsy ads because you have your budget set to X, but it's only spending Y? Maybe in general, Etsy is capping you out at a certain daily ad budget allowance that is not more than $1,000 a day. Which by the way, $1,000 a day is actually pretty much the max. I've never seen any account have more than a budget allowance of $1,000 a day. But anyway, we're gonna be covering one, why this happens and why this is a pretty normal occurrence, especially if you don't have a lot of listings or you're just a new seller in general. And then we're gonna be covering two, how we can get Etsy to increase your budget allowance if they are capping you out at anything less than $1,000 a day. And then obviously three, we need to go over how can we get the budget to actually spend more money. Let's get into today's episode. Why does this happen? I have my budget set to $100 a day and it only spends 10, or I have my budget set to $500 a day, but it only spends 50. Why are we seeing this? Why is this happening? Well, the first thing that we have to understand is that Etsy's advertising platform is pay per click. Not every advertising or every media buying platform where you can spend money on ads is pay per click. Instagram and Facebook are really popular media buying outlets. You also have Google ads, you have Snapchat ads, you have YouTube, YouTube ads, you have TikTok ads. All of these things are considered media buying outlets where you're giving a platform money in exchange for them to send you traffic or expose your products and services in front of other people. In Etsy's case, particularly their payment method or the way that they charge you is called pay per click. That means that you're not paying for impressions or you're not paying for your listings to get shown at the top of the page. You are paying for that, but you're actually only making a payment to Etsy if someone clicks on your listing. And I honestly like this better than paying per impressions or paying per exposure because it's just more fair. Like you only actually have to spend money if someone clicks on your product, which means that you pretty much earn that click in comparison to your competition. It's just more likely that the money spent equates to more money. I think Etsy is correct in the way that they are charging people. Why did that all matter? <laughs> well, pay per click, again, it means that you're only paying if someone clicks on your listing. If you don't have a lot of listings, if you have a non-competitive product or image, if you are in a really, really small micro niche where there's just not a lot of people searching for your product, all those things add limitations to the amount of people that are going to actually click on your listing. And honestly, this is just me, me being curious. Make sure that you guys comment down below what the biggest pain points you are having with your Etsy ads if I am not already covering them in this video. Honestly, those comments really, really help me. They tell me what you're struggling with. It also tells me what false beliefs are being circulated through the Etsy community. If it, your comment gets enough likes or gets enough traction on it, then I usually will go ahead and make a video debunking or talking about that topic. Number two that we mentioned before is, say you are somebody that is being capped at your daily budget allowance. When I'm talking about this, I'm talking about when you go into your ads account, you basically can set a budget. Now, if your account is new, or if you're in a very small niche, sometimes Etsy caps you out at what you're even allowed to set your budget at. When my first Etsy brand was allowed to set my budget allowance to $1,000 a day, pretty fast, like within the first 60 days. My second brand, I was targeting such a 
limited customer avatar or a very uh, niche customer on the platform, it took us about seven to eight months to get to a thousand dollars a day budget allowance. Different niches and different stores optimize differently. So keep that in mind. I have full PPC Etsy ads trainings in my channel that I'll link above. Make sure you watch full training. If you are not sure on ads optimization collectively, I really encourage you to watch a full training because I don't want you to take part of this information and then run with it, waste money or something like that. You really need to understand where money is being spent and how to tweak the dials on your Etsy ads when you do start spending, you know, hopefully hundreds of dollars a day profitably. Again, back to the point I was saying before. So sometimes, like I said, Etsy's gonna cap you out on your spend. Now, how do you get Etsy to grant you more? The easiest way, the easiest and the fastest way that I have been able to do it for myself, for my brands, is just keep setting it to the max. And eventually, over time, as your listings start getting indexed, as you start collecting data on your store, as you start getting more clicks, Etsy will start granting it higher and higher. Now, if your budget allowance is right now is only $50 a day and you set it to 25, it's likely that they're not going to grant you more fast. If you keep it at 25, you have to get it set to the max budget allowance for them to see that you actually are trying to outbid all your competitors and then eventually they will grant you more. And I can't tell you how fast or slow they're going to grant you this because I don't know your niche or your account, but Historically, that's what has worked for me in the past. And again, depending on how popular your listings are, how many clicks you're getting, how much competition your category has, that can take more or less time. But again, the easiest way that I've seen for my brands and for my experience is just by consistently keeping it to the max. And then even that's setting your algorithm up for the best case scenario for them to want to increase your budget. And finally, number three, how can we actually get our ads to spend more? We covered why it's happening. We can come up with some pretty, you know, common solutions to how to increase those clicks, having more competitive products, increasing your value proposition. How do you add value to your listing so that your listing outshines your competitors? What type of value? Can you have better quality? Can you have a better price point? Can you give the customer more for the same price point as your competitors? Can you beat them in marketing? How professional and how beautiful and artistic can you get your listings in comparison to your competition? And one pushback I will get to that, especially when it comes to imagery, is when newer sellers, they'll go find a listing that honestly has really horrible marketing and really horrible pictures, but because it might have a bestseller badge or it has 20 add to cards badge, they set the bar really low. They go to compete with them by doing the same level of photography. You don't want to set the bar at where your competitors are at. You are wanting to beat your competitors. Here's an example. It'll be an image like this and somebody will look at that and be like, oh, well, because it has a bestseller badge and 20 add to cards, I'm going to just not go all the way with my photography and I'm going to take the picture on my iPhone. I'm not going to stage it. I'm not going to make the jewelry perfect and I'm going to emulate exactly this because it's easy and that's what's working for them. Where I'm saying is that there's other variables of why that listing may be taking off. The big ringer that I see with that is the age of the listing. So this listing could be four years old and have hundreds of reviews on it. When you go to market for the first time, you're not gonna have any reviews. Me, that's not, oh, let's do that because that's what's working and that's easy. That's a huge opportunity to 
increase the value proposition or create a better, more professional perceived type of marketing where I would turn an image like this into an image like this. And to me, those are opportunities. Those aren't standards. And that's the difference. Obviously, other ways to increase those clicks is by increasing the amount of listings that you have. That doesn't mean going out and making new products or launching new SKUs. It means figuring out different ways that you can bundle your items together. A really easy example of this is if you're in the jewelry niche selling bracelets, run all those bracelets individually, but then also run them together in bundled sets. Now you're not actually spending more money on materials or labor. You're just taking the products that you already have or the SKUs you already have and repackaging them and trying to sell them in different ways. And this will increase the amount of listings that you have. This will allow you to use more words, search terms in your listings, which could broaden your searchability on the platform, which could yield more clicks. And guys, I cannot emphasize enough. I have way more in-depth trainings on all of these topics, right? Specifically at CPCC, I encourage you to watch that full training as well as any of my other trainings that talk about how to really tweak the dials on your listings and add more value um, into your listing so you stand out in your competition. Overall guys, I hope you got some value out of this video. My name is Hannah Gardner. I have been documenting my e-commerce journey here on YouTube for five years now, I wanna say almost, yeah, five years. And I've really just enjoyed this journey of building a business and documenting it and learning as I go. I by no means am the best at this or the number one seller on Etsy, but there's a lot of value that you can give and get by building a community of like-minded people that are all trying to do something similar. Thank you guys so much gratitude for you watching. If you've stayed until the end, again, make sure you leave those comments down below and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.